Hello and welcome to the new Digital Age PMU podcast. My name is Justin Pierce and I'm the editor. These podcasts are a series of short interviews with some of the amazing women that have taken part in the Practice Makes Some Perfect programme. A course developed in association with Amy Keane that helps women find and finesse their public voices. Ina, hi, welcome to the NDA PMU podcast studio. Hi there. So, so let's, let's kick off. If you can tell, uh, tell us a bit about yourself. Who are you? Where do you work? What do you do there? And, you know, a bit of background on you. Yeah, hi, my name is Lena Adelt. I'm the communications and marketing manager at A Million Ants. Um, essentially, they're the personalization expert for digital audio and video advertising. Um, I've worked in the media industry, um, especially in like innovative tech startups for over eight years now. Um, and I'm a bit of a science nerd. Um, I love to read and learn about technology and um, how it's changing our world and in particular about AI and how that's going to shape our future as consumers, uh, people in the advertising industry and generally how it's going to help us uh, hopefully save the world and the environment. <laughs> Wow, nice big topics. Okay, super. Well, let's kick off. As you say, AI, it's, you know, you couldn't be hotter. You, you can't move in the industry press for headlines about impact on, on creativity itself and, and the overall industry. So give me your top line thoughts. Why should people in the ad and marketing care about AI at all? It's super interesting. I think in general, AI as a general topic, it's already changing our world for the better. We're seeing it in agriculture, helping us to find better ways of um, producing more food and less food waste. Uh, we're seeing it in healthcare and helping us find um, disease cures for diseases a lot quicker. Um, so there's a lot of applications on a general way, but in the advertising and um, kind of creative industry specifically, it's super interesting to see how um, basically anyone as a marketer is already seeing the applications we've seen in the 2021 um, state of marketing report uh, AI report that 52% of marketers actually say that AI is going to be very important or critically important to their marketing success um, within the next 12 months um, and that's from this year so that's that trend is only going to continue so the need for it is already there we're already using it for things like um, more menial processes whether it's ad delivery or service chatbots on websites um, and it's just going to help us um, kind of alleviate that. And when it comes to, um, you know, AI in general, um, the, the real interesting question is not just how is AI already applicable, like it's, you know, we're using it in a lot of different ways already, um, especially in the advertising industry. But the question is, what happens when we not just use AI, but when we create super intelligence? So what is that point when we create artificial general intelligence or AGI and uh, what that then means for the advertising industry and that intersection? between AI and creativity. So the question is then no longer, will AI ever be creative? And like, can it do all the cool things that we can do as humans? But more, when will that happen? Which is an exciting topic. So let's talk about AI and creativity. As you say, you know, that it's, it's sort of, it's taken the dread and now it's going to have an impact. I remember I made a film uh, a few years ago looking at uh, AI and creativity and we went and interviewed the the world's first AI creative directory in Japan, you know, and that was, that was, that was a few years ago now, but what do you think, how can, what do you think artificial intelligence is going to do to the actual creative sort of uh, sense of itself? Because there's still some, some sort of, uh, you know, reaction against it. Creatives tend to think that it's the human creativity is all we have left in the defense against the robot. <laughs> so, yeah, what role is it going to play? 
I, you know, I, I don't think it's going to be a doom and gloom scenario at all. Um, I'm quite a, uh, an optimist and think about it quite positively. But um, uh, I mean, we've already seen, like you said, um, uh, the person in Japan, but we've already seen AI create artworks, pop songs, you know, it can even dream. It looks like absolutely incredible. Um, but when you think about what does it actually mean um, to be creative? What is creativity? Essentially, it's our ability to process information from previous experiences that we've had as humans, which then shape our reality our memories, our emotions, and that's the kind of stuff that inspires us. So what, what speaks against AI being able to do that? You know, if you can translate those experiences into raw data, you'll be able to feed that into an AI, uh, whether it's AI or general AI, um, and then be able to analyze that and use that. And um, because AGI implies a level of consciousness, which is a little bit of a scary thought, but also incredibly exciting. Um, all traditional ideas of creativity kind of go out of the window because essentially AI will be learn, be able to learn off of human creativity, off of those vast data sets, and then in, you know create its own creativity, its own form of it. Um, whether that is in the form of coming up with a creative idea for a brief or a campaign, or um, creating an artwork, or anything in that sense, um, the the opportunities are literally endless, um, and that's what makes it really exciting. So tell me a bit more about AGI, because to be honest, that's not something I'm totally that aware of. <laughs> not, so. Yeah, no worries. So basically, at the moment, we only have NER AI, which is essentially a form of AI that is incredibly good at doing one specific um, uh, task or solving a specific problem. Like if you think um, a few years back, we had Google DeepMind creating the AlphaGo system that then became super famous for um, beating the world reigning champion Lee Sedol at the Chinese game Go, which apparently is like one of the most complicated, hardest games out there. We've seen it in chess plenty of times as well. Um, and then you've got AGI, which is artificial general intelligence, which is essentially, on the other hand, something that is of similar or same intelligence to that of a human, which implies consciousness, um, and is essentially an AI that can think, do, pretty much feel anything that a human can as well. Kind of what you see in movies as well. But uh, rather than thinking about like, oh my god, killer robots are going to take over the world, um, I think it's going to be having a lot more practical applications, um, especially when it comes to then the advertising industry. Obviously, that's still a few years out. Um, apparently, AI experts are thinking um, they'll be able to create that AI singularity, the point where super intelligence will be created by 2060. So 39 years from now, which is not as long as you think it is. <laughs> yeah. So what do you think about, I mean, there's often talk in the industry that every company now is an AI company, you know, and yeah. it's lots of smoke and mirrors. You know, there was a few years back, there was lots of examples about the work being, say, being done in sort of offshore farms in Asia rather than any form of actual artificial intelligence. And there's also some distinction between, you know, uh, machine learning and artificial intelligence. How fast are we moving beyond the, beyond the hype and, and beyond the sort of the smoke and mirrors stage of AI? Um, I think we are still a little bit out from um, obviously creating AGI, that's still um, part of the future, but it's not science fiction anymore. Um, when it comes to practical applications and using it in the industry, yes, there's a lot of smoke and mirrors. A lot of people claim they have AI, but actually they're just using machine learning algorithms, which basically means every AI uses machine learning, but not every machine learning is AI, if that makes sense. Um, so I think there's a lot of education still to be done around that topic, but I think it's incredibly interesting. So I think there's a big gap in the industry to do more education around that um, and how that applies um, to consumers in a general sense as well. Um, so yeah, that's basically it. 
I mean, I love, I love, I love the idea of AI dreaming. Yeah, there's so much here to come. But how fast, how fast are you seeing it advance across the industry? I mean, again, you know, a million ads is a big company. Uh, how fast is it getting into every pocket of our industry? Is there? Do you still see reaction against it from the more traditional sides potentially of the advertising industry? Um, maybe a little bit from a creative point of view, just because I think as humans, it's incredibly hard for us to wrap our minds around the idea that. Um, a machine can be more intelligent or more uh, or more creative than than us. Maybe it's just our own arrogance trying to be always the smartest person in the room. I don't know. Um, I think it it will take some time to obviously um, be um, used in every uh, pocket or side of the world, but um, or in our industry. Um, but I reckon it's probably not more than than 50, 15 years out um, to be like properly used um, in all industries, uh, in all aspects and stuff. We're seeing in HR already used um, plenty. I think the use in the um, advertising industry will um, continue as well. Um, and if you think about it as humans, obviously we're extremely limited in what we can do. Um, I think the um, IDC is called um, predicted that by 2025, we will have created 175 zettabytes of data. Um, if you put that into perspective, how much that is, if you would download that on Blu-ray discs today, you would be able to stack your way to the moon 23 times. And if you try to download that information, it would take you over 1.8 billion years at today's internet speed. Wow. So obviously as humans, we can't process all that data. So there is a huge need for AI. And I think AGI will really elevate and amplify um, our abilities and our creativity. What do you think this is going to do to the sort of the, the skills shortage or skills need? Because obviously in the digital industries since time immemorial, you know, skill shortages have been an issue, you know, and all the training and education, all the stuff that's needed. Now we've got AI coming in. Is this going to cause new problems and getting the right people to help us out? Um, I think there's definitely going to be a um, period of adjustment of um, figuring out how tasks will change. Like I mentioned, menial tasks will probably be taking over, um, but um, it will also free us up um, to be a lot more creative, to be more strategic, um, to have more time for client relationships and the important stuff, because no one wants to spend their Friday afternoons on Excel sheets or, um, I don't know, uh, RFP decks and making presentations look pretty and stuff like that. So um, it will help in that sense. And I think it it won't take over our job so I wouldn't be um, too worried about that actually the BBC created this uh, cool uh, calculator a while back um, where it would um, calculate your probability of being replaced by an AI so if you're very worried give that a check out but I think the creative industry had only 33% chance of being replaced so nothing to be super worried about I think we should keep an open mind be flexible uh, step outside of our comfort zone and um, just be ready for something incredible Oh, that's such a lovely line in which to end. Be ready for something incredible. Yeah, that was, that was fantastic. Really, some, some really sort of great optimistic views on AI. So thank you so much for joining us. Hope to see you again very soon. No worries. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> Bye. And thank you for listening. Goodbye.